I think it would be to take really good care of yourself. It's like that, that thing about putting your oxygen mask on first in the airplane, that if you're not taking good care of yourself, you can't help anybody else. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Emily Thoreau of Emily Thoreau Threat of Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief. Emily, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Yes, I appreciate you coming on too. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Emily so you can hear about some of the awesome things that she's doing. And Emily is the author of Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief, a comprehensive guide to reclaiming and cultivating joy and carrying on in the face of loss. Having gone through the experience of two husbands die, as well as the deaths of her father, mother, sister, and many family members and friends, Emily has much experience in the grieving process and has learned to face life with love, optimism, and joy. Her mission is to comfort and support those dealing with grief and loss, focusing on happiness. She earned a master's degree in English with a concentration in writing, which led to her career teaching and writing at the university level. So she naturally turned to writing to deal with her grief. She is also teaching those dealing with loss how to use writing to deal with their grief. Emily, appreciate you for taking some time out to be on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick it off, I, I know I touched on it a little bit when I read your bio. Could you take us through what I call your, your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. I, uh, as you said, have had two husbands die. And after the second one die, I thought, okay, now what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I'd been teaching for years at the university. I've, I've done a lot of other things, but I knew that this was kind of a turning point for me and I had to figure out what to do. And I realized that I could help others with what I had been doing with uh, my writing uh, through grief, ways to different different ways that I had used writing. And so I started inviting people over to my house and they came. I didn't know anybody. I'd only lived on Maui for a couple of years at that time and had been taking care of my husband. So I hadn't had a chance to meet a lot of people. So I created a meetup group <laughs> and said, come to my house and we'll write about grief. And it, it was wonderful. It seems like a lot of people who are grieving kind of crave community of people who understand and, and can get it. And I think that was as, as helpful as the writing itself was, was to just get to be in a conversational group where there was no um, hidden agenda. We could just talk about whatever we needed to talk about and the people just loved it. it. It was really great. So I I felt like I'd found my niche when I did that. And the book evolved with other things that had happened uh, dealing with that also. 
Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I, and I appreciate you, obviously, for doing that. And of course, you know, sharing your story as well, too. And I, I think so many times I, as an English major myself, I, I go to writing, you know, for just about everything. I feel like it's such a great, you know, I guess, modality or way that you can, you know, express yourself, release and do so many of those things. But I love how you you talked about the community piece, because I think so many times when you're going through grief, going through frustration, so many different things that you feel isolated, you feel like you're by, you're by yourself. But sometimes by telling your story, not only does it, I think, provide that release, but it also sometimes connects you with other people because you realize you're not by yourself. That's right. And in this case, because uh, when I first did this group, nobody in the group knew each other. Every, everybody was new to the group. And so we weren't, we weren't coming in with any um, baggage, so to speak, of what they thought about us before. Um, for instance, when my husband Jacques died, my first husband who died, we were really active and prominent in the community and everybody knew us. And I felt like every place I went, somebody was judging or saying, well, should she be doing that yet? And mm-hmm. it wasn't that I just thought that I heard them say it out loud. So, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, that, that, that sort of thing happens. And this way, everybody came in fresh. We dealt specifically with who we are, who we were in that very moment. And we could go from there. And it, it was really helpful. We, we actually created quite a bond that the, the people that were in the group are, are still uh, friends of mine. The, the group stopped meeting when the shutdown came, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I took what I do online. So now I've got three different Facebook groups that people can do. And I do a, a Saturday morning writing together through grief on zoom group and that helps a lot too we're just it it amazes me at the end of the the group every saturday it seems like we're smiling and laughing and uh feeling really good and that doesn't mean we don't shed tears during the group sometimes but it's such a, a loving way of supporting each other um, I, I know you touched on a little bit about, you know, all the things you do to kind of serve your clients. You have the Facebook groups and, and then you also have um, the, the, the training that you do as well, too. Is there anything else you do to kind of uh, support the clients that you work with? And I wanted to hear a little bit more as well about your book and what you what you cover there. OK, I am in the process right now of starting something that I'm very excited about. That is the happy our grief and happiness alliance. And that is something that, that people can join and we'll meet every week. And on each week, we'll do a little writing. We'll do a happiness practice. We'll do something, but we'll build community. And that's going to be starting soon. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's, it's becoming a, quite a beautiful program. And it's based a lot on how I wrote my book. When I wrote my book, I had written um, 52 cards to a friend of mine whose husband just died suddenly and she was much younger. Her husband was one of my husband's very dearest friends and and we were family friends and I thought she's not going to have any idea what to do right now because she wasn't anticipating this at all. So I wrote her a letter about all the things that I could think about that she needed to know right then and she appreciated that so much but I thought I've got to do more. So I ended up writing her 52 cards, one a week for the first year. And when I decided to do that, I sat down and said, okay, if I'm going to do this, what are 52 things I can say? Because that's a lot. And I ended up writing the content for the cards in about two days. And I was very excited that I came up with that much. And each one was kind of on a different subject. And when I completed doing that, I thought I've got the writer that I am. Um, (laughs) I, I said, I have an outline for a book. 
And go. so I created a book out of that. And in the book, it's not just a memoir. Lots of grief books are memoirs. My memories are in there, but so are a lot of other people dealing with grief. I interviewed a lot of people and I, each chapter is on something different. And at the end of the chapter, I give them an activity that they can do. A lot of times it's writing something and other times it's different kinds of activities. And through doing this, they can actively participate in dealing with their grief so that they, they can start to move forward. So they can smile more. And it's, it's kind of a different book that way because most, most books don't, don't give you something concrete that you can actually do. So that's kind of the, the benefit of my book. And of course, the, the things, the activities there are the kinds of things that we do in the Grief and Happiness Alliance meetings. Nice. Well, I appreciate you for sharing that, um, obviously what's in the book, but also the journey to the book as well, too. And I love that, um, you know, so many times um, and, and in a lot of different aspects, we don't know how best to take a step forward or what to do. And I love how it sounds like everything started by being of service to somebody else. And then all of a sudden, these phenomenal things started to, to come about from that. Like you mentioned, having the, the framework and the outline for the book and just being able to continue to take those steps, you know, one in front of the other. So I absolutely love the obviously you being able to write the book, but also the journey to get to where the book was being published as well, too. And so um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or your book and your organization, everything you're building. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think it's happiness. Uh, not everybody <laughs> expresses their happiness. A lot of times people think to be taken seriously, they have to be serious. And so they they are uh, very intent in, in what they're doing. And I think it's it's incredibly important to approach everything that I'm doing related to this with a smile on my face and being happy and having people feel comfortable with talking to me because it, I, I feel like a safe space, uh, mostly because of that happiness. They, they can see that they're not talking to somebody else that's going to bring them down or is, is going to be dealing so much with their, their own grief that they can't really help you. So I think happiness is my secret sauce. Thanks for asking that. I hadn't thought of it that way before, but I think that's it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. This too could be around happiness. It might, it might be something you would tell somebody that you're working with, or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I think it would be to take really good care of yourself. It's like that, that, thing about putting your oxygen mask on first in the airplane, that if you're not taking good care of yourself, you can't help anybody else. So self-care is really, really important. And I think especially in business, people forget that. They think getting everything done on their to-do list is what's most important as opposed to taking care of themselves. But they, they can find, and this has happened to me in, in my past in different business opportunities that I get so focused on deadlines and getting things done that I, I don't smile that much. I don't take that good of care of myself. I'll skip meals. I'll not get out and walk and doing that sort of thing. And all those things don't serve you. What serves you is being whole and happy and completing yourself and taking things, uh, you know, prioritizing things, doing the most important things and, and doing your best at whatever you do. 
and smiling in the process. And you'll find that everything comes much easier when you approach it that way. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, you know, so much. And I think so many times that we forget about, as we talked about before, the whole self, the whole aspect of who we are and, and all those different aspects. But you know, on an even deeper level, I say often that we forget about that human aspect of business. And whether we're talking about, you know, um, you know, going through or, or even facing maybe the grief, or we're talking about if you are um, maybe not eating, if you're maybe not sleeping, just the wholeness of who we are needs to kind of be taken care of so that we can serve even better. And if we forget to serve ourselves and to make sure that we're in a place where we can give more, then not only are we doing ourselves a disservice, but like you said so well, and like you show so well, you're also doing a disservice to many of the people that we can impact as well. That's right. That's exactly how it works. Yes, absolutely. And so uh, I now wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Emily, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO means to me taking responsibility for myself, mm-hmm. doing, doing uh, the best thing that I can do. I own a company in addition to doing this. I own an ambulance company in California that I inherited and I've been involved with since I was 13 years old. And I I treat people like with the golden rule. I I always want people to to have what is best for both of us. And I I just feel strongly about that, that it's it's very, very important to keep in mind um, what you're asking somebody else to do and that you're doing it with love. For instance, last year we had the 60th anniversary of this company. And so we decided, and we were gonna do a big celebration. We were planning it when the country got shut down. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) what we did instead was Right, uh, put a big ad in the paper talking about all of our employees and how wonderful they were. And we gave each one of our employees $600 to separate, celebrate the uh, 60th anniversary. And they were kind of blown away, you know, <laughs> who does that? <laughs> but we thought we wouldn't have the company for 60 years if we didn't have wonderful employees. So yeah. I, I think it's very important to treat people well. Yeah, absolutely. And and like I, you know, talked about, I think so many times we forget to get about that as, aspect, forget about the people that are, you know, maybe uh, businesses that we're supporting or we're um, patronizing and working with, like we forget about that, that human aspect of business. So that's why I love that you, you talked about that and putting that at the forefront, because I think it's something that not only does it impact people there in those organizations, but I think it impacts them when they go home, impacts them when they talk with their friends. It just creates that um, kind of, um, you know, domino effect where you're starting to make mm-hmm. really good impact and happiness in people's lives. That's right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Emily, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can uh, get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome groups, your book, and all the awesome things that you're working on. Thank you. Well, the easiest way to get a hold of me is through my website, which is the title of my book, Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief.com. My email is also Emily at loving and living your way through grief.com. On there, there's all the links to my, my different things. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. 
I'm on Pinterest. Uh, and as I said, I do several different Facebook groups. So I'm out there all over the place. And if, and, and you're welcome to join our Saturday morning writing through grief group. Um, there's there's so many ways to, to get a hold of me. And I am happy to be of service to you. So I hope to hear from all of you. Yes, I definitely appreciate that. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But I, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out, being of service to us and being you know, on the show. But I, I love even more that not only do you help people out, but you provide them with those tools and the way that they can kind of get through grief or get through so many different aspects and struggles mm -hmm. that we kind of go through in life. So appreciate you so much for doing that. And of course, uh, taking some time out with us today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast. Podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.